0: deliberately reflects upon, this is the inclination of the mind. In other words, this is what we become. So in taking up the practice of loving-kindness meditation, metta meditation, what we're doing is inclining the mind in a particular direction towards the warmth of loving-kindness. Metta, or loving-kindness, is defined as and acceptance, seeing if it's possible to accept what is occurring within. It isolates one aspect of mindfulness. It's actually part of mindfulness for there to be warmth and metta, but it actually isolates this aspect of mindfulness and allows us to directly take it up and work with it. We're learning with loving-kindness practice how to peacefully coexist with ourselves, with our thoughts and with our feelings. And we're learning how to be friendly, how to befriend whatever it is that arises. Eventually the practice moves into what is called choiceless awareness, which means simply being with things as they are from moment to moment. But it's not possible to do that if we're busy choosing and rejecting what is happening as being unacceptable. It's just a nice idea to be able to be with whatever it is that arises. But meanwhile, we're quite occupied with having a particular hierarchy of what is acceptable and what is not. And this is where loving-kindness practice comes in so handy, it's so helpful, because it helps us to be able to genuinely, with authenticity, be able to embrace, allow for, accept, whatever it is that is arising. It's actually a sense of unconditional affection, unconditional warmth, unconditional friendliness, and What this means is that there is this sustained sense of acceptance and friendliness regardless of the inner conditions, regardless of what is happening, whether we like it, whether we don't like it, whether we're bored, whether we're neutral, whether there's passion or a lack of passion, there is this sustained sense of friendliness and willingness to accept Willingness to expand our capacity to accept. Just the way we might be with certain people in our lives, or children, or a child, or maybe an animal, a pet, where it doesn't really matter what they do. We're present anyway. We're affectionate regardless. There's a, a depth of understanding. And so this is what we are attempting to offer to ourselves as well as this sustained understanding and affection. Metta is an antidote to anger and to fear. This is originally how the Buddha taught it. He actually taught it as a direct antidote to his disciples who were caught up in a great deal of fear. And oftentimes, of course, anger comes out of being afraid or out of being sad, out of sorrow. And so metta directly is an antidote to both fear and to anger, to aversion. And the idea with loving-kindness practice is we are encouraging this sense of unconditional warmth but not to get too idealistic about it, if there isn't this huge sense of generosity and warmth, tolerance is great, is just fine, with some particular difficult feeling. And even if tolerance isn't possible, simply not dwelling in ill will is sometimes the best that we can do. And metta practice helps us with this as well. So we start where we are, and we are understanding of the difficult energies that can arise so easily that we can be caught in. Metta meditation is a way to create some room, some space in the mind. It's not an effort to try to get rid of anything. It's not to try to rearrange things or to control anything. It's actually a way to find an inner sense of balance, a perspective, you know, Spaciousness comes out of a greater perspective and it allows us to find ways of relating to what is happening in a more generous and open-hearted way. If we're pushing away what is occurring, it's not possible to be able to come to a deeper understanding of it because we're too busy pushing it away, being afraid of it, being intimidated by it. And loving-kindness practice helps us to get closer. To our experience so that it is possible to more deeply understand it and let it go. In loving-kindness practice, we see the difference between intention and a momentary feeling. You know, instead of simply going on momentary feelings, arising and passing away, we're actually intending to nurture the seed of loving-kindness within us and there's a very important point to be made which is that we're not trying to create loving-kindness, it's already there what we're actually doing is cultivating the seed that's all so sitting with the confidence that it's there in each one of us, not left out of any of us and then the intention being the cultivation of the seed of loving-kindness so that it can grow up so that it can mature so that it can bloom so that it can spill over onto others in our life and eventually onto all beings, those whom we don't know. We work with a number of categories with meditation. We begin with ourselves. We work with a benefactor, a good friend, someone who is neutral to us, someone who is difficult for us, and then extending loving-kindness towards all beings. And we start with that which is easier, obviously, and we move to that which is most difficult. So today, we're going to extend loving-kindness basically to ourselves, and then a little bit towards the end to a benefactor. And so beginning by sitting comfortably, Please feel free to shift the posture if you need to. Make sure you're in a really comfortable posture. And see if you can discern the difference between restlessness and pain. You know, good idea not to move if there is restlessness occurring because it will cause more restlessness to happen. But if there is pain, it's really hard to practice loving-kindness meditation in a sustained way if you're in a lot of pain. So really the encouragement to move and just to settle into a a comfortable posture over and over again if you need to. And in beginning with ourselves, understanding the difference between self-care and self-indulgence. Self-indulgence comes out of grasping, comes out of a lack of contentment comes out of greed, comes out of desire, whereas self-care is essential. Self-care comes out of wisdom and compassion. In caring for ourselves, we do care for others. In caring for others, we do care for ourselves. So right now, to focus on caring for yourself by extending loving kindness with great, exuberance, don't hold back, don't restrain yourself, really to allow right now, you don't have to plan on continuing to do this, you don't have to set yourself up in any way, but just in this time of practicing together, offering yourself your best. And we'll be working with a few phrases that help us to connect with our aspirations, Just to begin with a a poem by Mary Oliver. You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert, repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about despair, yours, and I will tell you mine. over and over, announcing your place in the family of things. And so simply to sit, to sit comfortably, and to begin extending loving-kindness directly toward yourself. And the phrases, unless you have your own metaphrases, and if you do, feel free to use them, of course. But the phrases we'll be using in general right now are, May I live in safety. May I have mental happiness. May I have physical happiness. May I be fully at ease. And just to work with these phrases one at a time. Fullness of attention with each phrase. And then moving on to the next. May I live in safety. May I have mental happiness. May I have physical happiness. May I be fully at ease. And to try to listen to yourself rather than demanding anything of yourself. And see if you can keep it in the present. Not extending anything into the future. Not relating to yourself as an image. Not grasping on to the concept of my life. But simply right here, life in this moment, wishing yourself well with great earnestness. May I live in safety. May I have mental happiness. May I have physical happiness. May I be fully at ease. Letting go of any kind of sentimentality, idealism, Noticing any degree of resistance, tension, feelings of unworthiness. See if you can continue nonetheless being aware of what might be pulling you away from being able to. Send yourself loving-kindness in a wholehearted way. The conditioning that pulls us away. but not obeying it. Not bowing down to the conditioning that you may be aware of. Just knowing it, acknowledging it. And coming back to the phrases. Getting behind each phrase one at a time, quietly and calmly, sustaining the attention. May I live in safety. May I have mental happiness. May I have physical happiness. May I be fully at ease. If for some reason your mind is somewhat confused right now, just take one phrase. Just being open to whatever sensations might be occurring in the body of warmth, of softness. Sometimes for some of us, being directed to send loving-kindness to ourselves or to others brings up the opposite of loving-kindness brings up a greater degree of irritability or anger, annoyance. and That's because this practice is a practice of purification. So don't worry about it if that happens. Just try not to get into it too much. See if just quite gently you can surrender to the phrases hand yourself over, in a sense, to the phrases, and then being open, soft, receptive, vulnerable. Please remember that the phrases are to point you towards something. It's not a mantra, it's not an incantation, it's not an affirmation or positive thinking. It's a cultivation, so being aware, in touch with, in contact with each phrase, sensing its meaning experiencing, listening, cultivating that which is already there, just allowing it to be strengthened, to grow. Every so often, making sure that your body is relaxed, that your mind is relaxed. And every time you find yourself not with the phrases, every time you find yourself lost in thought, see if you can accompany yourself back to the phrases with loving kindness. So accepting the fact that the mind has gotten lost instead of blame and self-judgment, offering loving-kindness to the confused mind. And then once again, one phrase at a time. It helps you to keep in touch with the breath while working with the phrases. That's fine. And if you want to, just be with the phrases on their own. This is fine as well. May I live in safety. May I have mental happiness. May I have physical happiness. May I be fully at ease. You're finding that extending loving kindness to yourself in this way is really helpful, is really needed if you feel connected to it and have a sense of its nourishment. Please continue to extend loving kindness to yourself. And Otherwise, we're going to move to the category of the benefactor, and basically what this category is, is to extend loving-kindness to the easiest person in your life that you feel affection for, easiest person, simplest situation. So see if you can think of someone. Traditionally, of course, what is meant by benefactor is a mentor or a parent or a teacher. But really, you could say a benefactor is someone that allows us to learn how to love more deeply. And we learn sometimes how to love more deeply with those that are easiest to love. Sometimes it's someone who has been kind to us, good to us. Someone we know, respects us. And so we feel these same feelings back. So don't choose anyone complicated. Someone that you want to or think you should be feeling only love for, but with whom there is a complex network of feelings and emotions. This will come later in the week. Right now, choose the easiest person, simplest person possible for you. could be someone that you think about, reflect about, and there's an instant feeling of, of warmth, of affection. And so using the very same phrases but directing them towards this person, may you live in safety, may you have mental happiness, May you have physical happiness. May you be fully at ease. And remember, only if this is a helpful thing for you right now, if you want to stay on yourself, please do, without any feeling of being pushed off or having to move on. sending loving-kindness to the benefactor, seeing if it's possible to enjoy sending love to someone that you already love. So taking the work element away and just enjoying it, may you live in safety, may you have mental happiness, may you have physical happiness, may you be fully at ease. If you realize that you've made a mistake in your choice of benefactor and it's become complex already, which is very possible, change to someone else. You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about despair, yours, and I will tell you mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes, over the prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the wild geese, high in the clean blue air, are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination. Calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over announcing your place in the family of things. May all beings have ease of mind. May all beings have openness of heart. May all beings live in love and in compassion.